Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. As this series, and you know, we talk to the leaders in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology, trends, and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, but most importantly, drive customer loyalty. In the months of June and July, we embarked on a mini series of loyalty live sessions, looking at the evolving customer experience space and how brands can meet and exceed the expectations that consumers have with regard to uh, their engagement with that brand. Uh, obviously, brands want to have more loyal advocates, and it's very important for them to understand this evolving customer experience space to drive loyalty in the months and years ahead. Uh, so today we have the pleasure of speaking with Oliver Mitchell, who is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Brand Movers. How are you today, Oliver? Doing fantastic. Thanks for having me here today, Mark. Absolutely. Um, we always like to start these sessions uh, to get a little uh, insight on the people we're speaking with. Uh, you know, a fun fact, uh, a little bit of background, and obviously your role with the company. Uh, so we'd love to know a little bit about you, maybe uh, a fun fact, a passion that you may have, and uh, also your role uh, at Brand Movers. Sure. Uh, well, in terms of fun facts, uh, I mean, slash hobbies, uh, big flyer fisherman, and uh, I also like to play a lot of golf and uh, and uh, go scuba diving when I'm able to. Uh, recently uh, had my first kid and uh, some experience in fatherhood for the first time, which is great. Uh, and... Uh, Anyways, yeah, uh, I started my career in finance, um, and after a few years, I realized that wasn't for me. Um, uh, and I interned at Brand Movers during college, uh, and also high school for summers doing fulfillment and the like. Uh, and uh, requested, I saw that digital engagement was really starting to take off, um, so I asked if there was a position available, uh, and got a job as a BDR. Um, I've been here for every nine years now, uh, and. Uh, a couple of years into the role, uh, while I was still BDR for what we now deem our digital activations group, uh, which in full transparency, that was our only group at the time, uh, a long time ago now, uh, management started to toy with the idea of getting into loyalty. Um, and and uh, that really piqued my interest, uh, given it was uh, very data centric. Uh, and it was a lot more focused on long term relationship um, rather than project by project work. Uh, uh, and it just it just really resonated with me. Uh, and I was fortunate to be on a team that landed our first uh, loyalty account, um, which really helped lay the groundwork for where we are today. Uh, and I think it was a, a really natural progression for us, um, moving from promotions and digital activations and uh, in, you know, engagement in general into the loyalty space. Um, and now I head up our sales and marketing teams. Okay, great. So when you look at uh, your role, obviously uh, having a great deal of experience, a thought leader in this industry, how do you think customer experience has uh, changed, evolved in you know the recent months and years, uh, especially since you've been very focused uh, with regard to customer experience? Sure. Uh, we, we believe the biggest shift, uh, especially when it comes to loyalty, um, is that the customer experience has rapidly evolved from being transactional uh, to being hyper-relational. Uh, and we expect the industry and technology to continue innovating to support this trend. Uh, I think it's a fact that the core focus of experience has a lot to do with the consumer's emotional connection to the brand. And loyalty programs are one of, if not the, uh, center point for managing these relationships. Uh, and this is why we're a big believer in and recommend our clients to view their loyalty pl platform as a customer relationship portal, uh, which is fully integrated with all of the different tools and systems they may be using to track, market to, personalize, incent. Uh, reward, et cetera, 
uh, that optimize our management of the overall customer experience. Um, while this, of course, is nothing new, uh, I'd, I'd probably say that technical ability to design, serve, and optimize loyalty programs in ways that dynamically reward customers based off of known and predictive behaviors has accelerated during the pandemic, uh, especially since the customer experience they receive has a massive impact on the buying decision. Uh, so, you know, really how they choose where and when and why they make a purchase and, and being able to react to that is key. Okay. Uh, you touched on a number of points to talk about the evolution, kind of the, the push for digital and push towards uh, digital and the acceleration uh, has been very important through the pandemic. And, you know, as we kind of reopen, uh, it, it still remains very important. But a lot of times brands are challenged with understanding the importance of customer experience and how it uh, should be managed, whether through a customer loyalty application or through CRM or some combination of both. You know, a lot of kind of confusing nomenclature out there. So, you know, how does your organization communicate and demonstrate to your customers the importance of customer experience uh, to the clients that you work with? Sure. Uh, we believe that loyalty program, the loyalty program experience is a crucial hub in the customer journey with the brand. Um, our ability to fully customize both the front end and the back end experience uh, demonstrates the focus on the customer, our focus on the customer experience. Uh, and while we don't necessarily customize the entire platform, the unique way we've architected the technology in general allows us to fully align CX with brand standards and deliver experiences that are seamless. Uh, from, from a strategic standpoint, um, depending on where our clients are at on their loyalty journey uh, in terms of it being an entirely new initiative versus a revamp of a mature program, uh, our typical upfront approach is laying out a roadmap telling them where they are at, uh, where they want to go and how to get there. Uh, and our strategy team does a really fantastic job of laying this out um, and, and, and kind of running through the entire spectrum um, uh, as, to, as to where they may be versus where they're trying to go. Uh, typically, that spectrum is early um, to developing, to defined, to integrated, to enterprise, uh, and the recommendations do vary per stage. Um, and then uh, from a support standpoint, uh, our, our strategy and customer success, te success teams work with the client to make sure the experience is very data-driven with actionable insights uh, and, and is really built around early and ongoing wins. Uh, so rather than just getting points and spending points, uh, you're, you know, you're the, the brand is offering a truly experience-focused relational program. Okay, great. When you look at uh, the digital acceleration that, that that's, people are going through, uh, some brands struggle with that, depending on kind of how their organization looks at their uh, kind of technology stack, or even, you know, how sophisticated they may be internally at managing those pieces. You know, what considerations do you think brands will have to address uh, in the near future with regard to this digital acceleration? Are there things that you're seeing that uh, a lot of brands are struggling with, uh, you know, or, or, or different verticals, or is it, you know, level of sophistication with, within the brands? And you know, what considerations do you think brands are going to have to address? Sure. Uh, I think you've touched on it a little bit um, and, and we're in total alignment. I think first off, uh, we, we believe that brands need to focus on channeling data from via uh, multiple integrations, whether that's with your CRM, your ERP, your D2C slash e-com uh, platform, uh, your social initiatives and the partner data, et cetera, as well as, uh, you know, uh, first party data uh, kind of mechanics in the form of consumer receipt or invoice uploads. Uh, and as we all know, how to get and use this first party data is, is really key to moving forward um, or moving for, forward to attracting and retaining these customers. 
uh, also uh, align aligning customers the customer service experience from multiple online cha- channels, uh, whereas a loyalty platform potentially becomes a hub for that customer support uh, customer service slash support is is important. And what I mean by that is is really having uh, the platform set up to have administrative permissions um, that enable uh, your internal teams and stakeholders or customer service teams or sales teams or whoever it may be uh, to look up their different customer profiles or, and or accounts and address any issues that may, be, may currently be having um, based off of the customer's activity. Um, so really just being able to, you know, look at the data and, uh, and respond and, and be both reactive and proactive. Okay. Well, when you look at uh, the different channels that uh, customers or consumers want to engage with and uh, kind of the reliance on technology to automate these personal real-time messages, the offers, uh, the content, technology is becoming more and more important, but brands are struggling with regard to, you know, optimizing technology and and being able to to, to, use it across these channels. How do you advise brands best to help deliver these memorable transactions, these experiences, with some of the challenges that exist with regard to technology? Sure. We'd like to look at this from a life cycle perspective uh, and use analytics and segmentation to launch engagement, re-engagement and recovery campaigns that maximize impact. Uh, So typically we start with acquisition uh, and some of the different types of messaging that work there may be welcome slash onboarding emails, videos, influencer campaigns, paid media, um, referral automation, education, uh, products and display messaging. Uh, and then as a sh- if the shift focuses or as a shift focuses more to engagement, uh, we recommend things such as quarterly newsletters or incorporating dynamic website content, uh, a member-centric dashboard, uh, fresh and highly perceived value rewards, uh, customized offers such as product trials, earned and usage offers, cross-sell offers, uh, and, and anniversary or birthday recognition. Um, and then as I move in, as we move into the retention phase, um, you know, we really try to get into the personalization um, uh, that's powered the uh, you know, broad data integrations, uh, as well as gamification, um, interactive digital promotions and games, uh, things such as surprise and delight offers and and, and redemption burn earn burn initiatives. Uh, as well as thank you informational educational emails, and then if you if it is if we are unfortunate and we lose some engagement or we have any lapses and, and decline uh, in mem- members, uh, our reactivation strategies are typically built around things such as campaign campaigns with personal appeals, or did you know series of edutainment videos, coming soon announcements, uh, and what we like to call an internally philosophy risk offers. Uh, so really, all of these uh, address the entire customer relationship lifecycle, uh, whereas we're collecting data and activating that every stage. So when you look at brands, um, when they're looking to design, develop, and execute uh, on improving the customer experience for all customers, what are some things that you suggest to them to help yeah. them increase the efficacy of those pieces? Sure. Uh, our, our strategy team uh, specializes in helping, in helping our clients plan out and navigate through the customer journey. Uh, but I'd, I'd say this ultimately boils down to the value proposition for the customer in totality. Uh, you know, throwing pe- points at people doesn't work, uh, but building out a community that creates emotional, intangible benefits and ensure, ensuring there are both early and ongoing wins that are achievable in a reasonable time frame does work. Uh, and in that same vein, some of our foundational principles as we, as we get into program design are one, objectives alignment. Uh, you know, are we planning from the top down? Is a program strategy aligned with the company KPIs? Uh, also, sentiment and affinity must be measured in intervals at the program level and the brand level to ensure long-term alignment. 
uh, two, uh, blending economics and emotional benefits. Um, for, for example, uh, meaningful recognition benefits, aka soft benefits, are non-economic perks or privileges that show we value your, lo your loyalty as a brand. Uh, three, uh, driving incremental behavior. Uh, not all customers are the same, of course, and therefore um, brands need to optimize ROI through targeted offers and provide bonuses and benefits to high value, uh, as well as high potential customers to drive the, the incremental behavior. Uh, and four, and this is not an exhaustive list, um, is, is clear communication inter and interactive dialogue. Uh, you really need to define a program, the program benefits across customer points of interaction. Uh, you know, this could in include rewarding uh, word of mouth based initiatives and gathering responding to stated customer preferences. Okay. We hear a lot about uh, barriers to entry and participation in these programs um, as the complexity of the offering, the complexity of the technology, or even just the complexity of the messaging. Uh, become an issue, you know, how, how do brands address that? How should brands reduce these barriers to participation within their CX and customer loyalty programs? Sure. And, and it almost seems like common sense, right? Um, but in reality, sometimes it is hard to execute on sometimes. Um, it really, but ultimately it really is about focusing on the speed, uh, simplicity, accessibility, and value. Uh, from a technology standpoint, uh, you know, usually this is addressed via SSO uh, and making sure that the program is accessible across all your channels, uh, you know, and that the customer doesn't need to log in every time, for example. Uh, for the customer, uh, it, it's all about speed and ease, ease, of, ease of use. Uh, the perceived value of the program must be equal to or greater than the amount of effort involved for the, for the customer to participate. Uh, you know, for example, if the current mechanic is receipt upload, it needs to be in there more than two to three step process for the consumer to upload the receipt or similar, similar uh, type of thing. If they're asked to refer a friend, this needs to be a one to two click process, so on and so forth. Uh, and then from uh, the marketer's standpoint, standpoint it's, as well as the customer team, this, it's really just as important too. You know, the, the tools that they, they have need to be able to, uh, they, they need, need to enable them to quickly deploy communications, promotions, uh, provide ad hoc benefits, uh, and depending on situation, you know, for example, a ticked off customer goes off on social saying, hey, my points didn't come through or hey, I had this bad experience. How do you respond to that? Do we have the tools to be able to respond to that immediately? Uh, so ultimately this, you know, this ties to what, what, back into what we talked about earlier in regards to integrating loyalty with your overall ecosystem uh, and, and, and ch channeling, you know, channeling that data from multiple sources uh, and, and having alignment amongst the, the, the customer service teams and experience teams. Okay. We talked a little bit earlier, uh, multiple channels are, are important now. Uh, consumer wants to be in uh, the channel they want to be in, and obviously the brand has to do that as well. Um, you know, how, how do you help brands uh, engage uh, via multiple channels for the consumers uh, to and help uh, deepen that customer experience, encourage retention, and, and, and deepen customer loyalty? Sure. Uh, this this is one of the areas that we're really excited about. Um, there's just so much innovation uh, going on right now, and, and there's just so many possibilities. Uh, what worked in the past no longer works may work today, of course. Uh, and uh, it's our responsibility uh, as vendors in the market, and and also on the brands as well, to come up with creative ways to engage their customer base and, and make sure things are fresh. Uh, you know, for example, one of our one of our clients has a, a very non-traditional loyalty program uh, whose audience is their social influencers. Uh, they're asked to complete fitness-based missions and share their activity on a number of social media platforms. Uh, and and the way that this kind of all ties back to the loyalty uh, uh, you know program in general is as, as part of the registration process. They're asked to associate their social handle to their account, 
And if and if they use mission-based hashtags and have a public profile, we're able to capture this information, tie it to the account, and reward them for it. Uh, so once they've completed X amount of missions and based on their tier level slash general engagement, they're sent care packages and become potentially eligible for various different surprise and delight rewards. Uh, and funnily enough, uh, they've got the, the same client has a totally different program um, for their general consumers that has a core mechanic, which is tied to Shopify transactions and refer excuse me, and referrals. Uh, so this one client is really able to, uh, you know, uh, to offer different types of programs to different types of c c customers, um, depending on what the, their needs, objectives, goals, et cetera, are and how they've got them segmented and wedged out. Uh, so it becomes really personalized and that, you know, that, that uh, alter, ultimately really results in uh, attracting retain and, and retention uh, really going up. Okay. And Oliver, last question I have, what are you seeing at Brand Movers with regard to, or what do you think, you know, customer experience looks like the next six months, next year, how will it uh, continue to evolve? And then as it evolves, you know, how brands need to be agile and flexible with regard to the, the, the evolution, be able to adapt to that? Sure. I, I think the most important thing for brands moving forward is to focus on what builds a relationship between themselves and their customers. Um, you know, uh, meaningful connections mean potentially could mean building a pipeline for two-way communication. Uh, the technology needs to allow program members to have a voice into the brand uh, as part of their program status and overall, uh, and, and the overall value proposition. Um, and also, I think as data becomes harder to capture, uh, especially in the second, you know, via second and third party sources, uh, it's incumbent upon the tech providers to enable better integrations, which link unique IDs from multiple data sources to ensure a full 360 degree understanding of the customer. Uh, so the, the focus really should be on using this customer data to grow the relationships, not just letting it sit there unused or used in the wrong ways. Okay, great. Well, Oliver, it's uh, been a pleasure getting to know you and uh, I think some of the insights that you shared today with regard to what you're seeing at Brand Movers and, and kind of how you're advising clients with regard to the evolving state of customer experience is very helpful and I'm sure the brands will find it uh, very germane to what they're doing. So thank you for the, taking the time to share that with us today. Thanks so much, Mark. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. Uh, and thank you everyone for watching. Uh, please be sure to uh, log in this uh, Friday, July 23rd with our guest will be Susan Freck from Vesta. Thank you very much again. Thanks for watching.